please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Hi, this is Greg McIntyre with the Elder Law Report, and I'm here this morning with Helping Hands in Gastonia. Sarah Callahan Dixon, okay? Stay tuned for the bloopers afterwards. Watch them, trust me, okay? And um, Sarah and I have known each other for a while, right? And you have a lot of experience in home care, in care for seniors, and she runs the Gastonia branch of Helping Hands. And we love Helping Hands. Tell me a little bit about Helping Hands in Gastonia. All right. So, Not laughing. <laughs> All right. Helping Hands Nursing Referral Service. Um, main office is in Shelby. We opened the Gastonia location this past July. Ruth Huffstetler um, has owned the company for 24 years. Sure. Um, but Helping Hands has actually been open since 1975. Right. Uh, which a lot of people don't know or realize how long we've been around. Um, uh, and I've we're been open now... since 1975, too. <laughs> But I was born in 1975. Hey, I... Although I'm only 25, so figure that out. But go ahead, sorry. I was not uh, born. You were not open in 1975. You were not born in I wasn't even thought of then yet, but... Right. But right. still very young, Greg. Right, yes. Um, yes, I'm very young. Yes, I have been working in the senior industry for about 13 years, um, mostly in communities, and I found myself the last couple of years actually convincing people to stay home, which wasn't my job. Um, I found them needing... At the time, that wasn't your job. Right, right? which yes. wasn't my job. And I found you're caring myself... caring for seniors, but you're like, man, it would be great if you could actually stay in the comfort of your own home and receive amazing care, right? Exactly. And Helping Hands offers Sorry, I just love that. I no, love I that. Think, and and that's a big... Um, I think, you know, communities are, are perfect for some people. Um, I think it's a great option for some people, but I think staying home is a better option for most people. Um, so I did. I found myself convincing families, instead of convincing them to move into a community, actually convincing them to stay home and call companies like ours. If I do a seminar, I, I ask a lot of times, I say, you know, hey, anybody out there in the, in the audience, please raise your hand if you want to go to institutional care. Or, you know, and, and but nobody's raising their hand there, right? right? So it's like, you know, would you like to be able to pay for in-home care and to stay in your home where you're comfortable? Right? Exactly. It's home. Right? And, and where we stand apart, Helping Hands is a little bit different than most in-home care companies. Uh, most in-home care companies charge anything from 19 to maybe $25 an hour or more. Because we are a referral service, we offer it at a much lower cost for families. Um, so our starting rate here in Gastonia is $13 an hour. Um, the only time we have an increase if a person needs um, total assistance or if we're driving a long distance maybe to Charlotte, um, for the most part, it's $13 an hour across the board. So we're saving families approximately $10 an hour um, for care for their loved ones. I would have to get out my calculator, but $10 an hour, an hour, an hour times just a 40-hour week that's four hundred dollars right and savings um, and a lot of people are are paying that per and, week per week and and then 
times 4.33 weeks in a month, or let's say times four, that's $1,600, over $1,600 per month. Right. Okay. One of the biggest questions I get. That could pay for the rest of the week. I mean, in care, right. you know, you can get yeah, more care. Yeah, or pay for a whole other month. Right. Um, one of the biggest questions I get from families is how. You know, how can we give it a back cost versus what everyone else is, is charging? Um, it's because we're a referral service. So um, we have over 150 caregivers that are contractors with us. Um, they are screened, they are reference checked, um, they are interviewed, um, they are professional caregivers. Some uh, are CNAs, some are PCAs, which is a personal care assistant. Um, and then some are just people that have been caring for their parents that want to sit with someone who's elderly and, and be their companion. So let's get back to the screening process, okay? Sure. Because it's important to bring people that you trust into your home, right? right? And you take care of that. And it's hard for people to find the right people to come into their home to give care at a reasonable price. Right. right, and that's something that we can provide. Most people, when they have a private caregiver, are paying somewhere between 10 and $15 an hour. Sure. And they choose to do that because it's cheaper than getting an agency. Right. Um, but we can provide both, the lower cost, and what the other agencies can provide, which is a screened individual mm -hmm. um, that is, you know. So you go through background checks. We go through background Criminal checks. records checks. If a person is going into a community, mm -hmm. for instance, we have several caregivers who are in assisted living, skilled nursing facilities, they then have to have a TB uh, skin test because right. that's a requirement for those facilities and sometimes possibly a drug screening for those facilities as well. Okay. We try to abide by any state regulations that they're going into. Uh, we also sit with people in the hospital. Okay. So whatever the hospital requires, we then require for the caregiver as well. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, that's excellent. And then um, what are some of the, uh, I mean, you know, I know that you care about people. What are some of the uh, examples that you could give me uh, without disclosing too much information about the patient or the, the person, can you give me an example of someone or a good situation where you would be a good fit? What would be a good client for you? How about that? Or in your experience? Right. Um, and that's something we differ as well because really anybody that needs any kind of assistance at home is a good client for me. Okay. Um, we even have folks in their 40s and 50s um, that have a disability. Um, that we have caregivers in taking care of them as well. So it, there's not necessarily an age criteria that we have. Um, we've taken care of children mm -hmm. in the past. Um, the, I would say the best kind of referral for us is someone that is lonely mm -hmm. at home, um, that maybe can't monitor their own medications, right. and we can help them do that. Uh, maybe someone who is getting out of rehab and isn't quite ready to be on their own when they get home. Um, those are some excellent referrals for us. Understood. We can place someone within 24 hours. Um, okay. So if someone calls me, then I can make sure they have a caregiver sometimes the same day, but, but definitely within 24 hours. How do they reach you in the Gastonia area? Uh, referrals from the hospital system mm -hmm. uh, is our biggest referral source right now. Um, and skilled nursing facilities. Do you have a phone number here? Yes, we do. What's your phone number? It is 704-874. She's not want to give us her phone number. <laughs> 874-1804. Say it one more time because I interrupted you. 704-874-1804. Okay. And we are off of Remount Road in Gastonia, which everyone knows is where Texas Roadhouse is. Okay, so that's correct. <laughs> you take New Hope, 
take a left or a right, depending on, right on which remount. exit you're coming off of. Then take a right on remount, and it's straight down through the stoplight on the left. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So. Easy to find. Um, but I will go to clients. Most mm -hmm. of the time, they'll call me and I'll go to their home or meet with them, give them some information. That's or, probably most of what you yeah, do. Yeah, most of what They're we do and uh, go to the hospital, go to the rehab center, whatever I need to do. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, so people are so concerned about cost and how, you know, and how they're going to pay for it. How do we pay for it? Right. Right? And you can pay, obviously... Have you met my friend Cash? Because you always can pay that way, right? right? You can always pay out of pocket, right? So that's one way, okay? Right. Are there also, other ways to pay as well? Uh, Long-term care insurance. Long-term care insurance. Mm -hmm. so, and veterans benefits, of course. And veterans aid and attendance mm -hmm. benefits. Because they're paid directly to the individual. Mm -hmm. um, so our company works a little bit different that the families actually pay the caregivers themselves. Um, so they can pay them cash with their long-term care benefit and with their veterans aid and attendance. Right. Um, and long-term care just reaches out to us, gets our information. That's how they get reimbursed. Um, so you help work with the insurance company yes. to make that happen. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, that's excellent. That's excellent. Well, um, I know that for me, um, I would much rather stay at home as long as possible. And I think that equals more longevity as well, because you're home, you're happier, you're more comfortable, it's less final than going to a facility. You know what I mean? Um, right. I read an article yeah. about a month ago um, that said 86% of people want to stay at home. Right. Um, and then it said um, that, I think it was 60% of people actually live longer the longer they stay at home. That's that's kind of what I was getting at. I think that that on the longevity piece, I would not doubt. I'd love to see the numbers on how much longer you can live if you're able to stay at home. In a, because you're just happier. I think you're ultimately healthier. And, and I would love to see the numbers on isolation. I think being at home is different than being at home with someone. Right. Um, you know, when people are isolated, they tend to um, get very depressed. So having somebody there as a caregiver or even family is... Let me uh, ask you this. Do some of the caregivers that go in home, do some of them stay with the same people for yes. an extended period of time? Yes. Our and really, goal, get, do they get to know those people and befriend those people? That is... Right. And that is one of the... I should have mentioned that at the beginning. It's one of the biggest well, issues between you know, us because... I think you probably have a friend there after a while. We strive to have the same caregiver with the client right um, it's important for them to build that relationship and that's one thing that sets us apart uh, maybe from other companies is that we really try to have the same caregiver with that client um, all the time um, of course our 24-hour clients have to have two or three people for to rotate to rotate obviously but it's the same two or three people well, and then you've not, got two or three friends instead of just one right it's just very important especially for elderly and especially for elderly to have dementia mm -hmm. um, to make sure they have a familiar face um, imagine getting up every person. morning you know I love to get up every morning and come to work because not only do I have co-workers there but I have friends there right you know that I've gotten to know over the years and um, and it just makes it better to get up in the morning and greet a friend or, or to look forward to the day. And it gives comfort for their children mm -hmm. um, and for family to know that they're not alone. Right. Um, to know that someone's there with them and taking care of them and helping them th with things like medications and cooking. Because that's one of the biggest 
um, reasons you get sure. a caregiver at home is to help you cook, clean. So that's, that's what the, the, the longevity piece too is, you know, the, there's a lot of literature or writing about, you know, nutrition. I guess the, the healthiness of a senior in declining health, nutritional intake goes down. So to keep that, to keep eating good meals, right. protein. Their inability meals, to cook, correct. Um, to use the stove. Right, to use the microwave more yeah. and more and more, becoming more dependent on our cold foods. And, and that's yeah. one thing that during the interview process is right. uh, a big thing for us. We have to make sure that a person is capable of cooking, right. really cooking for a client. Can I, get, can I get somebody to come out to my house? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my wife's a great cook. We just don't have enough time. I'm not a great cook, yeah. but... Um, that's one thing I'm a good, I'm a good cook too. I'm not just saying my wife cooks. I'm a good, decent cook too. But I just don't yeah. do it very much anymore. I am. You know what? You're, you guys don't believe me. I'm gonna have a cook. We're gonna have a cooking show, Andrea. Andrea's filming today. Hey, Andrea. Hi. Okay. We're gonna have a cooking show one day. Okay. Don't I'm gonna do a cooking me. show. All right. Don't include you. Don't include me. But Ruth, uh, Ruth the owner of the company, yeah. she uh, makes an excellent. Job. Ruth is excellent. Um, just to take a break and say. Shout out to Ruth Huff Settler, who I interviewed on the home health care portion of my book, Saving the Farm, that I came out with a couple of years ago. So if you go to Saving the Farm, Ruth's actually the interview that I did on that piece in that chapter. Um, right. She's great. She's great at what she does. She's done this for a long time. Yeah, the yeah. Shelby Office of Helping Hands um, uh, is very busy. Um, they are the, I think they're the leading provider of caregivers in Cleveland County, for sure. Um, and I hope to be that way in Gaston County as well. Well, we hope that we can help you get there just by putting out information. I wanted to touch on one other thing because I think it's really important because I've done a lot of research with this, and it just made such an impact. I looked one time at the statistical data on the, the lifespan of family caregivers, like a wife caring for a husband and a husband caring for a wife. Plus, I deal with a lot of seniors, right. and I work with a lot of seniors who wife feels the obligation. Or husband feels the obligation, and they do it out of love and respect, and they they've been with that person for a lifetime, but they do it caregiver burnout to their own detriment. Yeah, and they don't take vacations and they don't get respite care. Right? right, that's what respite care means. That's what I've learned in, in this profession. So respite care is where you have someone come in and care for someone to give you a rest. Right. You, you provide that too. We right? do provide yeah. that, and a lot of times it turns into it turns from respite care to full care. Um, because, because that person realizes how much help they need. Yeah, the spouse then comes back and realizes the break they have gotten from our caregivers, and they bring us on at least part time um, to give them some respite. But if you if week. you look at the numbers of the lifespan of what it does to someone who 24 hour gives care yeah. to somebody else, if the stress you're not a professional at it, it's not your job, although you feel like it is. If you have a professional that's devoted to that, that comes in and helps with care, it, it it will equal more longevity for the for the family caregiver as well. Even, it really does. Even yeah. in facilities, I've seen I've seen spouses and caregivers pass away before I've seen the actual patient. That, that many times a caregiver, a family caregiver, will predecease the patient, yeah. which is horrifying to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's just caregiver burnout, and it's um, it's something that all professionals in this um, line of work know about mm -hmm. but when we try to explain it to the caregiver it doesn't sink in until it's too late sure sure i'm never gonna burn out you gonna burn out i, don't know I ain't a candle I'm not gonna, huh you might 
I'm taking my husband. If you have to take care of your husband, if my wife had to take care of me, I bet she'd burn out. It would take her like three days. She could just hire us. She could hire you guys. There you go. Okay. <laughs> my wife does a great job helping take care of me. Because I'm a handful. But you have a lot of kids, too. Oh, yes. Six. But one's out of the house. I have one in college now. Wow. Here comes that 75 again. <laughs> okay. So, thank you so much for tuning in. Is there anything else that you wanted to put out? No, we are um, active and open, so call me if and needs you have in Gaslin County. Helping hands, and the phone number is? 704-874-1804. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Elder Law Report. I always have a lot of fun with Sarah Callahan-Dixon. I say it like that because you'll see in the bloopers. And uh, horrible with names, this guy right here, okay? But anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, the Elder Law Report, every week we try to bring you relevant information to your life and your life. Uh, or in your family, the family of seniors. And thank you, Andrea, for filming. I appreciate it. And tune in next week where we're going to talk about some really, really new and relevant content uh, to do with the legal field and how to save your hard-earned money and property. Thanks. Thank you. Are you videoing that? No way. <laughs> Give me a countdown or something. <laughs> Go ahead. I can't start unless you like three, two, one. Okay, three, two, one. Hi, I'm Greg McIntyre with McIntyre Elder Law, helping seniors protect their assets and legacies. And this is the Elder Law Report. And on the Elder Law Report, we bring you useful information that's applicable to you and your family's lives, the lives of seniors. And I'm here today with a friend of mine, Heather Callahan Dixon, okay? It's Sarah. Maybe did I we say, should start her. Oh, Why did I say that? Who's Heather? That's the blooper. That's, that's the blooper. That's the blooper. Because I had to get a blooper in. That's why I did it. All right, do it again. Okay. okay. You good? You good? I just did that. Get a score. Rick. 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 Three, two, one. Hey, this is Greg McIntyre with the Elder Law Report. And... I am here today with Sarah Callahan Dixon, okay? And she's laughing because of what I had said earlier. Stay tuned for the bloopers afterwards, okay? And this is going to be a good one, okay? Heather's a... <laughs> I'm never going to do this. I can't do this. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. We put off planning till things get slow Tomorrow's never promised today Don't get too busy and let it all slip away Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law Foundational planning or more complex We can help when you're perplexed If a loved one needs long-term care We can help avoid some of the scare Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law State planning benefits and even probate we take the planning piece off your plate If you or your spouse were in the military We can help with benefits for your family Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law